Hello, and welcome to Women in Strength. This is the podcast that goes far beyond what they teach us in Cert 3 and 4. My name is Rasheen Hawley, and I'm going to be spending this time with you every single week, jumping into the real-life challenges, the real-life topics that we face as a coach, as a business owner, and as a woman running her own business in the fitness industry. I've been in the industry since 2013, where I started out as a sole trader in a commercial space, and now I own my own gym here in Melbourne called Barbell Babes Brigade. I absolutely love being in this industry and I love educating and exploring the things that come up on a daily basis. I love to help other ladies really explore their capabilities as a business owner, as a coach and seeing what they can do. Because the thing is, when we create businesses as women, we are unrivaled. We have a power that is so untouchable and I really, really want to explore these topics that quite frankly can stop us in our tracks sometimes. So strap in, we've got lots of stuff to cover. Hello and welcome to episode number 31, resources for my clients. How do I even decide which ones to create and how do I create them? So today's episode is all about what you can be doing as a business owner to decide on what resources to make and how to actually make them land for your clients. Now, the reason I wanted to do this episode is I find that a lot of coaches will start to dabble in like creating new things for clients, whether it's eBooks, instructional videos, cheat sheets, um, membership sites, whatever it is, they'll start to have a look at going, yeah, cool, I'm going to do that. But they're coming to that conclusion in a way that is not necessarily built from their clients or what they need. It's more so looking at what's happening with other coaches and other businesses and thinking, yep, that looks like a great idea. I'm going to do that too. And then because they actually haven't thought about it from ground up, they struggle to actually, first of all, think about what's going to go in these things. And then they just don't execute the resources whatsoever. And it's just like the cycle of that's a good idea. Nothing ever gets done. And then it's like starts all over again. And so I'm going to talk to you today about how to actually determine what resources are best for your clients and like what to include in those resources specific to your clients and then how to like get a fucking wriggle on and make shit happen. So let's let's start with that. So when we're thinking about extra resources, first and foremost, there's going to be a plethora of like pretty stock standard resources that you can include in your fitness business. Now, first up, why would we even include extra resources in our business and what can they look like? So extra resources in our business can look like ebooks, membership sites, as I just mentioned, free downloadable workouts, um, a social media page with instructional stuff. Um, it can look like information packs, client folders. It can look like a podcast. Um, it can look like a support Facebook group. There's, you know, there's pretty stock standard ways that you can give extra resources to your clients, complimentary things, conditioning sessions, um, yeah, all that kind of stuff. Now, why do we even want to consider having these resources in our business? So when we think about the fitness industry, the fitness industry is saturated as fuck. There is just so much going on all the time. There is constantly so much noise, right? And it comes from lots of different things. We've got lots of stuff happening online. 
um, whether it's in Australia or America or anywhere in the world, we just have a lot of online trainers that typically will charge things at a lower price point. So there's that to contend with. Then there's also things on home base. We have so many franchise opportunities for um, coaches to, to jump into. Um, we have people start up F45s and body fits and like hit factories and all of that kind of stuff, right? They seem to pop up um, next to every corner, basically. So there's lots of competition there. Um, and then if you're a commercial trainer in a commercial space, like there's just a baton lot of trainers. Um, the reality is, is that it's very easy to get qualified in our industry. Um, you know, you can get qualified online without even freaking touching a human being. Um, and you know, there's not the qualification to entry is, is very low barrier. So it's no wonder that the industry in which we work on, there's just so much going on all the time because it is, it is a big space. Um, and there's a lot of opportunity that can be had and to get there and to, to get into, to the space of, of obviously selling, it's pretty low barrier. So there's a lot of stuff going on all the time. There's a lot of noise. So it can often feel like, because there's so much going on, well, can I even stand tall in this industry and can I make a difference and, and can I stand out and, and have a, thorough, a flourishing business? And the reality is, is that yes, yes, you fucking absolutely can. It's saturated, but I genuinely don't believe that it's competitive. There is a lot of the same shit that goes on, um, the same exercise videos, the same plans, the same fad diets, the same, you know, like exercise, exercises, like there's just so many things that are the stock standard way to do it. And that's not to say that those things are wrong. They just are. But I, I do find that when we start to think about our clients more and when we get into the lens of who am I serving and what do they need, that's like unrivaled territory because everyone's doing the same shit. And you know, no one's necessarily going in and going, well, how can I make my business and my products and services and what I put on social media and the resources that I do? Like, what if I go completely into what does my client need? What's going to be best for her? How does she best consume information? What kind of like phrases will resonate with her more? What kind of videos make more sense for her? What information is going to land with her a bit more? Like that, that, that space ain't competitive. So when we're creating resources, I do find that a lot of coaches will jump into what's being done because that's where a lot of people get the inspiration from quite rightly, right? We look at businesses and coaches that are doing well and we go, okay, cool. That seems like a really cool idea. I'm going to do that too. Um, but a lot of the time when we're looking at different coaches and businesses that are pumping out a heap of extra resources, they've, they've usually got a team behind it. Um, and as a coach, that's usually a, a sole trader or a small team. Like we've got hands, but we don't have as many hands as these big conglomerates often have. So we need to make sure that the resources that we're creating are going to fucking land and like go straight for the jugular with our clients, because that's going to be more helpful for our clients than like, X, Y, Z, one, two, three, four, five of things we can put in our business and nothing is fucking landing with them or they're not actually using it or resonating with it. So when we're creating resources, we got to go into like our client brain. We've got to chuck the lens on that is like, what do these guys need? And I'm literally sitting in my office at my desk. And if I look up, there is a photo of my girls, which I've talked about in previous episodes and is quite rightly in front of me because 
every decision that I make is navigated towards them, for them, and with them in mind. And you cannot go wrong and you can you are going to be on the best path when you think about your clients and you put them in your forefront because then you you are the best person that's going to know their struggles, their challenges, what they need help with how they engage information, all that kind of stuff. So that's what I want you to think about when you're creating resources. Now, of course, we have like the major theme of what we can create, the eBooks, the membership sites, the, the, the website, the free download, all that kind of stuff, right? Like that's fine. They're always going to be there. But when we put in our client lens, what what's the actual juice inside those things? Is the, Does the eBook need to be a... Uh, a 10 tip thing that's really like easy to read because your clients are very um, strapped with time or does it need to be an ebook that's really in detail and goes into a lot of mechanics in, in regards to squats because your clients like really like to know the why behind their things, which gives them more conviction with their training. Like you can look at ebooks that are out there and go, that seems like a really good idea, but and then you do all this work and write this ebook and no one downloads it or no one even talks to you about it as a coach or like brings it up again with you because it's like, have you even produced it for your clients? So you need to go, all right, some questions that I'm going to give you now will really help you to do a bit of mind mapping and brainstorming first before you actually go and execute these things. Because I am finding that coaches are going to execution and creation first and just missing the fucking mark. So Questions that I'm going to give you. This is our client lens. So first of all, the first question is, why does my client come to me? Like, why has my client started training with me? Okay. When you have a question like that, you're going to start to uncover um, answers of why they purchased from you. Um, and why they are coming to you specifically as as opposed to the other coach in the same gym that is specializes in somewhat similar things. And so by understanding why she comes to you, we can take out that gold nugget of why she's there and 10x it, okay? Because this is what makes you different and this is what brings in that resonating relatability factor with you and your client. Another question that I want you to think about, so the first one is why does she come to you? Another one, not just goal setting. Oh my gosh. It needs to be, what are my client's health and fitness goals and why the shit is she not getting from point A to point B? And I don't want you to just answer things like she's not training frequently or she's overeating at nighttime or she's training too much and burning herself and she can sustain a month of training and then after that she's done. I need you to think about the real deep-rooted shit of why she is not getting from point A to point B. And this is going to ask you to go into a space that is like pushing yourself in her shoes and like really empathizing and, and seeing her life, her personality, her lifestyle challenges, and really writing down why she's not getting from point A to point B, even though despite you know, everything that she's telling you, she wants to make these goals a reality, but she's not getting there. So we don't want to just look at like the really easy shit of like training frequency of food. We need to go, well, the food stuff, like, is she genuinely coming home at the end of the fucking day? And she's had a shit house like day with her like colleagues at work and she's really pissed off. And she's so tired that she can't even fathom 
like making dinner. So she goes and orders a pizza like three times a week. Like I need you to think about that. I need you to get even more in depth around why she's not getting from point A to point B. Okay, that's question number two. Question number three, her struggles and her challenges. Now, again, like question number two where I said, you know, don't just go surface level around training and food. Her struggles and challenges is another layer of like, get into her brain, get into her emotions, get into her thoughts and feelings. Like genuinely, what are her struggles and challenges in pursuit of her health and fitness? Is it that she like never ever sets health and fitness goals and never gives herself trackable measures to aim towards and aim higher for herself because she's so fucking scared of failing again? Is her struggles and her challenges that You know, she does have a partner at home that cooks dinner and like gives her lots of stuff on her plate and she doesn't feel comfortable enough and confident enough to be like, hey, can you not do like, can you not put that much on the plate because she doesn't want to like, you know, cause a fight or have a bickering, a bickering fest with her partner at home. Like I need you to go so far into struggles and challenges that it's like this client would be like, holy shit sticks like, yes, that is right. Like, how do you actually know that? So the struggles and challenges, you can start with like umbrella topics like work stress, time management, partner, um, like goal setting, motivation. Like you can start with those like t- those umbrella level descriptions, but then go one step further. If you think about work stress as a struggle and challenge, how would you go further than that? Like what is a the struggle there? It's the bickering with the colleague. It's the like not being able to say no to her boss when her boss is like, hey, I need you to stay back for another hour. And there, there go, she's missed her other training session. That's a fucking struggle, right? Because it's not that, her struggle is frequency. It's her struggle that she can't stand up and be like, this is for me. I need to do this for myself because I feel better when I train. That is a struggle to be able to assert her thoughts and talk to her boss about what she needs as a person. That's a fucking struggle and a challenge, not frequency. But so often that's all we focus on of going, okay, she needs, she needs help with frequency. You know, what she needs help with is like gaining some confidence in herself to like talk to her boss or really schedule this time to invest in herself with her health and fitness. So that's question number three, what are her struggles and her challenges? And like, write down, like not that umbrella term. Okay. Now question number four, I need you to think about like, why is she doing this? Like, what are these goals? Why do they even matter? Why does getting stronger matter to her? Why does losing weight matter? Why does it matter if she trains consistently? What does it mean to her to get out of pain when she's squatting? I need you to think about the whys and like the emotions and thoughts that come from these goals. Why is she cha- why is she pursuing this health and fitness goal? Like will it give her time back to go and then um like will it give her time back to then go and pursue other things that make her heart sing? Will losing weight make her feel so confident that she can now go and like start dating and get out of the lonely state that she feels in? What is the shit that is going to result from her achieving this health and fitness goals? What is the deep rooted why? And I don't just want to go, it's going to make her feel better or she's going to feel great in herself. She's, you know, like she feels happy, that kind of stuff. 
go go in like picture yourself around what it's going to give her back what will achieving that weight loss goal allow her to do with her life now what will squatting 100 kilos allow her to feel like like what is that going to uncover for the rest the other areas of her life I need you to go into those feelings and that like fire burning of why she even gives a fuck around pursuing these health and fitness goals okay now the next question I want you to think about is what does she need in pursuit of her health and fitness goals like what will be the things that will actually help her to get from point a to point b So if we think about a client that has body composition type goals, what do you think she needs to know? Okay. Does she need to know, like genuinely build skills around nutrition and like have some nutrition literacy? Does she genuinely need to have a nutrition literacy? Cool. Okay. That's it. Great. If she doesn't need that and she genuinely knows what to eat, what is it that she needs to help her like achieve that body composition goal? She needs to gain awareness around her thoughts and feelings to be able to navigate these emotions, to be able to intercept when she goes into that state of feeling not good enough, which is the precursor to her binging. She needs to know some emotional fucking literacy to gain some awareness around her thoughts and feelings. What else does she need in pursuit of her health and fitness goals? You know what? She needs fucking frequency and she needs accountability. She needs to have someone... And something that keeps her accountable at this point in time, because otherwise, if she doesn't, she is going to like raise other things in her life. And that's going to come before health and fitness. What does she need in pursuit of her health and fitness goals? She needs to have a community that like gets it. She needs to have other women around her that are going through the same shit as she is and the same struggle because she feels like a fucking alien and she feels like she is so alone and she's the only one that is not achieving her goals. She needs to have that support. She needs to have it in a Facebook group and they need to talk about real shit. Not just like, hey, here's a recipe about fucking lentil soup. They need to have conversations around I fucked up again or like I'm fucking binge eating and I feel shit and I need to have someone to offload. Like that's what she needs in pursuit of her health and fitness goals. Okay. Now all of these questions will heavily dictate what you do with these extra resources in your business. So like I just mentioned there, the Facebook group, if she needs to have support, relatability, empathy in regards to those problems that she is facing in regards to her body composition goals, then that's what needs to go through your Facebook group, not this like how-to tangible shit because that is not going to hit the mark. That's not going to give her what she truly needs. Uh, an ebook. Does she, if, if she is someone that struggles with the nutrition and her health and fitness goals, does she genuinely need an ebook that's around fucking calories? Does she need, uh, <coughs> excuse me, <coughs> I got so excited um, that I went down the wrong tube. One second. Like, does she genuinely need an ebook that's like, here's an ebook around five recipes that are high protein, low carb, or an ebook around how to track fucking macros? Like, if that is her issue and she doesn't have any skill sets and she needs to earn some literacy around those topics, then yes, great. But if it is not, if it is around awareness, around emotional literacy, around not feeling like an alien, then how about we start to mold our ebook to include some of these things as well? If she needs 
help with health and fitness in terms of frequency, commitment, accountability. Do you think that a program, an extra resource in your business that is like one training session per week and then here's another, here's your other three sessions to do program for you, do you think that's going to help it with the health and fitness goals? No, you need to have a resource um, products and services that solve that. You need to have a high frequency training model. You need to have, if you still only train her once per week, if she still needs accountability, you need to have extra resources and extra connection points so that she feels like you're with her. You know, um, a membership site that has uh, a, a video that you've recorded around what to do when you just cannot be fucked training because it's been a long day, but you still want to move and you still want to push forward. Maybe that's a program that is like a conditioning session that's 20 to 30 minutes that's an alternative for her. So she's not going to go and do her 60-minute session because if she sees a 60-minute session and she's like, oh God, I can't be fucked, she's going to not do that at all. But then you've got an extra resources, which is a backup conditioning session that is on an online database or it's programmed for her that she can be like, you know what, I can manage that today. And that's what she does instead. Okay. So looking at these questions that I went over, we can get into her brain, we can get into her shoes and we can like, you know, give her things that like fucking matter and like land with her. And then she was like, holy shit. Like she gets me, this coach gets me, this business gets me. It's not just another stock standard ebook. It's not just a stock standard membership site and Facebook group with the how to's and the, you know, recipes and the macro planning and the body weight workout and all that kind of stuff. It's real life stuff that matters to her, that is going to land with her, that will have her feeling ding, ding. Oh my God, they get it. This is why I train here. This is why I'm with this coach and with this business. So that's how I want you to think about your extra resources when you're creating them. Don't go for the end product first and think, okay, cool. I'm going to create an ebook. Start the opposite. That's the end result. Start with those lens questions, open the lens with your client, because that is going to put you in such like so much more of a better position to create shit. That's not a fucking waste of time stuff that you're creating your business that no one will read or listen to anyway. And you're like scratching your head, wondering why, like this will matter. And your clients will be like, thank you so much. Like you are different. You get me. And that to me is like such an important part of a coach client business relationship is we work in a human industry. We work with human beings. And if we can get those connection points, those rapport points and build that relationship, you're going to be in a much better position to serve your clients and actually get them some fucking results. So I hope that made sense for you guys. Um, and I, I hope those questions will really give you something to think about because don't just go to what other people are doing. Don't just copy what other people are doing because if you don't create it for your clients, it's not going to fucking matter and they won't look at it anyway. Your clients your clients are different. Your clients are for you. They come to you for a reason. So open up the lens and, and you know put them in the forefront of your mind. All right, guys, I will speak to you next week. Bye. I hope you enjoyed that episode, guys. If you wanted to follow me on Instagram, my handle has been updated. All one word, women in strength underscore. You can also head to my brand new website that was launched this week, womeninstrength.com.au. I do actually have Lexi sitting here naked on me. We've just finished bath time because we are in COVID life and my child doesn't get to go to childcare anymore. 
I do also want to let you know that I have my waitlist open for my brand new group training program that launches September the 14th. All the details are on there if you wanted to jump on the waitlist. This will give you discount. This will give you a cheat sheet for expansion. This will also give you the access to go ahead and speak with my team prior to launching, my gym manager, my PA, my coaches. It's gonna be an opportunity to ask anything that you want to. So the six month program literally takes into account everything that I've worked through over the last seven years and it goes into all the systems that you need in order to produce a thriving business. And on that note, we've got a three-year-old that is yawning and we are about ready to go to bed, aren't we? Hello. Yes? How about the puppy? What? Right. Anything else to say? Alright, talk to you next week. Bye!